everyone welcome to drive through hr the special edition hr puckhead season preview show normally this is our uh, our time to talk about things that are hr tech but today we're going to talk about things that matter just a little bit more and that is the 2019 hockey nhl season so in the captain's chair today this is Dwayne lay um repping your undisputed world champion st louis blues uh proudly hoisting the cup for the first time in 51 years go ahead and sigh because it's going to be all year long you guys are going to hear this so here's the rule of the champion. Forget about the whole act like you've been there. Act like you'll never be back. Uh, across the table from me is our uh, co-host for Drive Through HR, who's here all the time with us, Mike Vandervoort. Mike, who are you repping today? Hello. Uh, I'm bipolar. Uh, that may not be politically correct. I, I have two teams I support. I was a lifelong Red Wings fan, which I know you don't want to hear about until I moved Nobody to Tampa, perfect. and then I became I became a pretty strong uh, Lightning fan. So I'll talk a little Detroit Red Wings and a little Tampa Bay Lightning on behalf of myself and Jay Coons, who I guess can't join us. Okay. And all the way from up north, uh, we have our friend Tim Baker. How you doing, Tim? Fantastic. Yourself? Uh, I'm uh, great, as I may have mentioned. I'm repping the oh, yeah, yeah, champions yeah, today, so that. I'm doing great. <laughs> Who are you sticking up for today? I guess it is the Toronto Maple Leafs, of course. Um, I, a lifetime Leafs fan. I will uh, love them till the day I die. And yeah, so I just grew up being a Leafs fan. I mean, I didn't really. It wasn't something. It wasn't much of a choice. Uh, I'm a bit of that like hometown team kind of guy. Uh, I know kids these days are. You know, Anaheim, you know, Tampa Bay, whatever. And, and yeah, I'm more of a hometown team kind of guy. But where I grew up, I had a choice of probably Toronto, Montreal, Detroit, even because I was kind of in between. But with my dad, my grandfather, every, you know, it was lease, lease, lease. So there we go. Well, I don't think oh, anyone becomes a not- Leafs fan unless they're raised that way, right? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, actually. And, and you know what? I'm just I'm, I'm glad that Steven Rothberg's not on the show because he would be giving me a hard time. He does all the time on social. I love it. It's great. Razzie. I mean, he's a Winnipeg guy. So uh, originally and um, yeah, it's you know what? It, it, these days, the last few years, five, four or five years, uh, a lot more Le- uh, sort of born again Leeds fans. Uh, I don't like the bandwagoners, uh, but uh, I'm a I'm a born and raised Leeds fan. Do you get a lot of bandwagon fans with the Leafs? Because I got to tell you, I know the Blues have a lot of bandwagon fans because, as you may be aware, they are the defending Stanley Cup champion. Oh, this is going to get exhausting. The NHL. So, you know, there's a lot of people want to be part of it. By the way, have you seen the rings? Oh, those are the best looking rings I've ever seen. They are absolutely stunningly gorgeous. Um, but enough about that. We've got a couple of people who, are, who I think are going to be joining us uh, as we go on. But let's dive in uh, and, and talk about hockey and how much we love it. So um, first question is how did your team do last year? Now I'll start. As you may have heard, the blues are the defending world champion Stanley cup winners. Uh, so good season, good season. They trapped their way to a title. Um, Craig Berube is a, is an inspiration for managers who are taking over um, dysfunctional teams and, and turning them around. Um, seeing Ryan O'Reilly get chased out of Buffalo and, uh, and then 
being rewarded as the Calder winner, the Selkie winner, uh, and then a championship ring. So good year. Good year all around. Uh, Mike, how about your guys? My guys were awesome as always. Well, not the Red Wings. They were, they were, the Red Wings ended their 25 consecutive years of playoff hockey a few years ago, and they're kind of bubbling their way through a, a rebuild now, but they brought in new management from the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I think uh, Eiserman proved he knew how to build a team down there, and I expect we'll see Detroit back in a couple of years, but it, it, it'll be a while, so... Go ahead and gloat while you can, Dwayne. It's uh, you know every fifty years or so, St. Louis deserves a cup. Uh, <laughs> Tampa we'll Bay, uh, Jay Coons, who can't join us, and I are both big Tampa Bay fans, and they were awesome in the in the regular season. They 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 had the best record in hockey. They had several players, including Andre Vasilevsky, their goalie, who won the Vezina Cup, et cetera. They had several award winners, uh, record not record scoring, but very high scoring team and they got swept in the first round and in the, in the playoffs, uh, which opened the door to let the damn boys win the cup and they got to do better this year. We'll see. I, 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 I can only think, I don't, I can't think of too many worse chokes than the one they had last year. So as a fan, it was very disappointing. And in fact, I didn't watch much of the cup playoffs until, until St. Louis kind of started. I became a St. Louis bandwagon jumper for for last season because my team fell out and did so badly. So I'm a little ashamed of myself, but it's always good to be with a winner while you can. That's right. So. You're you're always welcome. We have all we got a seat for you. I was uh, I was stunned, stunned that the lightning went out the way they did. I was uh, I really thought they'd have a good long deep run. Um so that was shocking to say the least. Uh Tim, what do you have to say for yourself? You know, I loved watching the Blues go all the way last year. I thought that was fantastic. Um, really enjoyed watching them. Uh, like Michael said, uh, was disappointed in in the Bolts. And, you know, having such a great season, and, I mean, they're not my team, but uh, Stamkos, I mean, he grew up just down the street where I am right now. And I've, I've met him before. I love watching him play. I was, it was really disappointing to see them go out the way that they did. Uh, for me, I've loved probably the most in my 47 years watching the Leafs in the last three years. Um, I I thought they did really well last year. Um, they there's <laughs> I hate to say this because it's a it's a bit of a cliche now, but they're still building. I've been saying that for 47 years. Um, I hated the fact that we had to play Boston in the first round again. That's always like a little like jab in the side. Uh, they're a tough team to play against because they're a tough team. Um, I think uh, I loved watching in the last two to three years, the young players um, having to prove themselves, earn their spot on the team. The more veteran players, they had to earn their spot. And Babcock's pretty, pretty, he demands that. If you're not performing and he doesn't think you're a fit, he's he's uh, he's going to make you work for it or you're gone, as we saw with – well, I mean, I don't know the details of it with Kadri going. I mean, say what you will about his stats and his skill. As my dad would say, him leaving the team uh, is called addition by subtraction. And so <laughs> now and, – and this year I'm, I'm, I'm loving uh, – you know, I, I didn't watch a lot of the preseason games, but – um, uh, I'm loving what they're doing so far. Uh, I think last year was 
great to watch them. Disappointing to see them not make it past Boston because they probably, uh, who knows what would have happened. Um, so yeah, that's that's my, that's what I have to say. And and I think while we were listening to that great recap, we had another caller join us in. Uh, I think Josh Rock, are you on the line with us? He apparently is not. Okay, well he's going to try to get in still. I know John Friend also trying to get in with us. Um, so. Uh, did I talk about the Blues already? Did I already recap our season? You guys knew they were uh, Stanley Cup champions, right? Did you guys catch that part? I, I think heard, I covered that. I heard right. that. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so we'll try to tie it back to HR just a little bit. Um, let's talk about kind of how what you see on the ice and what you see from um, leadership and, and people in hockey kind of informs your, your HR perspective. So I'll start. Um, I, I, I mentioned uh, Barube. Um, coming in halfway through a season, taking over uh, a team that was uh, one of the worst in the league, was dead last in, in January, and then becoming world champion Stanley Cup winners, as you may have heard, it's, it does speak to leadership. It does speak to the capabilities. You know, these guys didn't suddenly learn to play hockey overnight. Um, you know, they, they learned to work as a team, and they learned a new system. But these guys were all talented, and, and they all started performing up to what we thought was capable. And for me, that's you know, when I look at the teams I work with every day and, and over my career, I mean, that's really what I look at is how much of a difference a leader can make, how much of a dis- difference a process and a system can make to allow people to succeed um, in, in what they're trying to accomplish. That's my rationale, at least for doing a show on hockey. Um, <laughs> Tim, Tim, what do you think? Um, so the way I look at it is this. You, you, you've got to have all the right people in the right places. You've got to have the right leadership. Make sure they're the right people for the team, uh, for the organization. Make sure they're on the same page. They have to be aligned. Um, and then have the right talent. Have the aces in their places. Now, when you look at the Leafs, Babcock and, and Dubas have to be on the same page. They have to be. So you've got to play the team as it's been built. So you've chosen certain people for your team because they have certain talents. They play a certain role. They're part of the same team, but they've got their individual strengths and and weaknesses. And they're put in the places for a reason. You need to play them that way. And last year we saw some switching up of lines on on the Leafs. And, and, And that's okay because you've got to see what happens. You can't just, that's that risk reward, the way I see it. And, but you, we've kind of gone through that now and we, you need to keep the, the, the right people with the right people doing the right things. And so it's, it's been, a, having, having been a business for myself and doing, uh, you know, specific type of HR work, I haven't worked with, with teams and organizations in, in that sense in a while. So it's, I've been a little out of practice, <laughs> but Back from my operations days uh, in the hospitality industry, you know, we knew how to put the aces in their places and then and then play them that way. And I think that's what you have to do with the team as well. So with, you know, for the Leafs, they've got to they've got to do that. If you've got a breakdown, if you've got the the two leaders Babcock and, and Dubas not on the same page or not aligned, that's that eventually is going to hurt the uh, hurt the team as a whole. That's that's my little spiel on that. Okay, I dig that, Mike. How do you how do you uh, 
how do you justify your love for hockey when it comes to what you do for a living? You know, I think that um, I think there's a there's a, actually a few things, and and some of it. it, it as I'm sitting here thinking about it, it's, it, is it like, I'm like, is it a stretch? But I don't I don't really think it is. Um, so hockey, I think of all the of all the major sports, I think hockey probably has some of the the best traditions and some of the the best ways of dealing with issues directly. So uh, I'm going to put forth an argument that the fact that, um, you know, in work you often have people that you don't agree with and you, you need to settle an issue uh, that gets done on the hockey, that gets done on the ice and hockey, you know, very, very abruptly. And then gets broken up and the players go their own <laughs> way. So I think that's, so that's not exactly engagement, but it, it is leadership and it is making sure that your, uh, your team or organization is operating normatively or, you know, and if they're not, they correct it quickly, which I think business doesn't necessarily do sometimes as fast as they should. Secondly, I, I think the traditions of, uh, especially in the playoffs, um, you know, lining up and, and shaking hands with your, with your opponent um, after you've worked really hard, mm. really been get, got beaten to hell over what is that? Like a 30 game, you know, potentially a 30 some games playoff series. Um, mm-hmm. I think the fact that the hockey players are still humble at the end of the day. Um, I think that, you know, I, I think they, it creates a healthy organization across the NHL. And, you know, there are a few teams that get bad mouth about being dirty, like Boston, I agree with Tim. That's always tough to watch Boston. Dave Marchand yep. and Agreed. Uh, in the, the the six eight defenseman whose name is eluding me, Vladdy or whatever. <laughs> anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Shara. Uh, um, but the, but then the other thing is, um, I think at the end of it all, when you win, the way they celebrate, which is to take the Stanley Cup, one of the most revered trophies in all of sports history, and take it in your swimming pool or drink booze out of it or take it to your hotel room or march it around the mall. Uh, what a what a great engagement tool, and the NHL uses that all through the season as well when they have that cup traveling, you know, for shows and things like that. So I think hockey just embodies a lot of the things that create teamwork and engagement, albeit in a violent sort of uh, difficult environment. But that's that's really the world of work in my mind. So that's my take. It's a little convoluted, but I think it's there. I think it's great. I think it's a good reason for anyone who has a job. Uh, who has ever had a job or who may someday have a job to love hockey. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's just, I think the summary. Um, Okay. So I think we actually do have other lines that have opened up now. So Josh, are you with us? I am. How's it going, Dwayne? Hello, Josh Rock. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. Uh, So we're going to, we're going to step. Well, we're glad to finally have you. We're going to step back real quick. Uh, Who are you repping today? You know, uh, as much as I'd love to uh, rep, uh, my Minnesota Wild, uh, I'm, I'm really geared to my college team, University of Minnesota Duluth uh, Bulldogs, your current back-to-back national champions, um, poised to hopefully make a uh, third run uh, at a national championship, which has been unheard of in the last 50-plus years. So um, that's who I'm, I'm really repping right now. Now, granted, I do have love for my, my pro team as well. So this is an NHL-specific show. Um, but I do, I do appreciate the fact you're calling out the champions game recognizes game because I'm here today repping your Stanley cup champion St. Louis blues, which you may have, you may have caught. Uh, also, I think John friend, are you on with us? Yes, sir. How's it going, Dwayne? Good. Good to hear from you, sir. Who are you repping today? 
I am going to go with the Minnesota Wild. If Josh wants to play college, let him stay down there in those lower ranks. We'll keep it up here in the NHL. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's get you guys caught up real quick. Uh, I think we know, uh, Josh, you've already told us how you guys did last year. Uh, John, how'd your Wild do last season? Oh, fantastic. They didn't make the playoffs. So they had a nice long, uh, nice long rest. They should be well prepped for the season, yeah? Yes, exactly. You know, a lot of it happens to be there were some injuries, you know, and every team's got to go through that, and you've got to find the right people to come and replace that. And, you know, I would say, you know, when Dumba went down, that really hurt them because he was mm-hmm. not only a great defenseman, but he was doing some scoring. So to try to replace that, I think they struggled a little bit. They didn't have anybody to, uh, to come up and help replace both the defense and offense. You know, I, I just want to say, watching Mike Yao up there and, and then having him come to St. Louis, uh, I didn't realize how cathartic it would be to see him leave the team. Um, as much as I liked him, it, like the team didn't really take off. And somebody, somebody mentioned, like, Mike managed to, to take the Stanley Cup champions and coach them to last place, which is actually pretty impressive. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, real quick, uh, quick reset. We're doing uh, the HR Puckett Show on Drive Through HR today, looking at the 2019 season. Uh, we've got a whole host of great people who are here, and we're going to uh, step back to the second question. Uh, Josh and John, I'm going to let you guys answer this. Uh, we were talking about how hockey, and especially kind of your philosophy around hockey, informs the way you look at, at work and about HR. And then we're going to jump into kind of season preview predictions for our respective teams. Um, so, John, let's start with you. So how does the way you see hockey and, and the pieces of it that matter to you inform the way that you work? Well, just kind of going off of the whole Matt Dumba thing that I just brought up there just a second ago, um, it's just like we have an employee here who's got issues and is having to be out on a leave. And this is a person that is the only one that knows how to run a robotic welder. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to find that person that can go in there and do that. And there isn't anybody. So we're struggling. We're falling behind. We're not able to produce and manufacture the things that we need, you know, so we get a, you know, do you find somebody in the community that can come in and do this? A little bit of that. Yeah. But they don't know how to run the specific welder. So, you know, we're trying to, which is actually happening this week. we got a trainer that came in, and now they're out there learning that. But, you know, this is like we're a couple months behind. And if you do that in a hockey season a couple months behind, you're not going to make the playoffs. That's, a, that's an excellent point. I mean, you don't see teams that are in last place in January eventually become Stanley Cup champions, except for oh, uh, reigning Stanley Cup champions. <laughs> wow. St. Louis Blues. Josh, what do you have to add? Every well, time, man. You know, Every to time. Go back to, your, you, to go back to your point about uh, Mike Yo, uh, here in Minnesota, we call uh, what you suffered prior, you know, in the beginning of last season and us prior to him coming there, we call that a Yo L. Um, and there's a song that goes with it, but I'll, I'll spare the audience uh, how that song goes. <laughs> um, it, when it comes to, you know, how, how does this all play in, into my field of work, you know, as a recruiter uh, and a talent strategist here at Fairview? Uh, I'm looking more at, at, at my role as, as the GM. How does how do I look and find pieces that can make our teams better than they were yesterday? Um, you look at um, our new GM, Bill Guerin, here in Minnesota. Um, he's come in to take what was uh, left by the previous GM and look at what's going on around the league. Uh, try to find players either you know early on or in his case late up you know in the summer and plug in utility pieces to make them better than they were yesterday. Uh, that's what I do every day as a recruiter here at ML Fairview. Um, I'm looking at, 
you know, what is the current state of my departments? You know, where do they need to go with patient care or supportive patient care uh, and make them better? Because, um, you know, like uh, in hockey, it, it's about the fans. What are they getting out of the, you know, the, uh, the play of the players and the outcome like your uh, first-time Stanley Cup champions in St. Louis here – Oh, do you mean different. the St. Louis Blues? We wanted, <laughs> is that you're talking about? St. Louis Blues, I, sorry. I don't, I don't know, know if you're aware that. the St. Louis Blues are actually the Stanley Cup champions. Did we did we talk about that? Yeah. We we covered that. Please go ahead. I, I, I'm well aware. Um, you know, but <laughs> here, you know, we're we're looking at those assets, those those, t- those team players, those wingers, those goalies, in in patient care, turning out quality health outcomes. Um, and so, you know, my role along with the other recruiters in this organization are to play that general manager uh, title, play that role. Um, find those people, get them in, um, and then turn out a, a good quality product uh, to provide that care. So that's kind of how I look at, you know, how do, how do those two things come together or parallel each other? Um, and I enjoy it. It's a blast. Those are, those are excellent answers, uh, everyone across the board. So thank you all very much. Um, okay, so I've got two questions left. The first one is going to take a little more time. I want to give everyone a little run-up, and then we'll have a quick question to end the show. Um, so let's talk about Back to the teams, let's talk about your 2019-2020 season outlook for your teams. Um, so we're going to go kind of in, in reverse order of arrival. So, John, let's start with you. Uh, how's the season looking for your Wild? What are you excited about, and what do you expect? Well, you know, they didn't make a whole lot of changes this year from what I can see. But, you know, again, Matt Dumba coming back is almost like signing another free agent. Um, he should be able to jump right in. And then we got Matt Zuccarello. Uh, coming in who might be able to add a little spark, uh, you know, a little veteran status, come in there and add a little spark to, you know, it's kind of a a little bit of an older crew where you're trying to throw in some of those young ones in there at the same time. So hopefully they can uh, spark them and, you know, sneak in and get one of those playoff spots. Will you be disappointed if they miss the playoffs? Like, is that your expectation is playoff appearance? I live in the upper Midwest where Minnesota teams disappoint me every freaking year. (laughs) (laughs) But the twins are there right now, so we can cheer for that, even though they're playing the Yankees. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, that starts tonight, but that's a whole different show. This is not a baseball show, as much as we love it. Correct. It's a different baseball show. We'll get Tiffany on, and we'll we'll do a baseball show at some time in the near future. Um, All right. So, so Josh, if you want to rep your Bulldogs, go ahead. Otherwise, you're free to also chime in on what you think about the Wild. And and, uh, you did mention your new GM, Bill Guerin, who, I don't know if you're aware of this, at one time played for the Blues, who are – your current defending <laughs> Stanley Cup champions. Go ahead. I, I'm starting to I feel am well aware of that, along with um, knowing the fact that your your good friend and mine, uh, Brett Hall, who played for, oh, wait, where, what again? Oh, yeah, the University of Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs. Just he did indeed. to make that plug for you. <laughs> he um, did indeed. Although he didn't, I don't think he sang when he was here. Um, so we'll That's see how he does with Gloria yet again. Um, but, <laughs> no, no, you know, no, they retired. They retired could, Gloria. No more Gloria. It's been retired. I'm uh, exactly as of last night. Um, But uh, no, John, John's spot on with the wild. Um, You know, I want to see him, you know, make the playoffs. I, 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 they've got a lot to prove uh, with uh, guys like lizard, uh, Zuccarello um, and some others. I'm, I'm a little worried about the, uh, the Rask uh, effort is not there. And the fact that we gave up Grandland uh, towards the end of last season. um, uh, I don't think that's going to pan out. I'm excited to see, um, my good buddy uh, Carson Susie uh, does uh, making the, the main roster this year coming up from mm-hmm. Iowa. Um, he's a UMD Bulldog as well. Look forward to that. Um, but, you know, I think uh, in the Rock household, um, we're, our attention's across the league. We've got a bunch of new guys who are 
um, in the A, actually a couple that are um, starting with their NHL clubs. Uh, Carson Coleman with the Bruins, like I mentioned, Susie uh, with the Wild. Um, but we've got uh, guys like the Anderson brothers, Joey and Mikey, ones with um, New Jersey, ones with the Kings. Um, Tana Nato with uh, the Panthers. Uh, you've got a bunch of others, just some guys that we're, we're connected to personally. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I love about the game of hockey is that, you know, not only are we able to see these guys on the, on the huge level at the NHL, but we're able to connect with them before they even get there um, and make those connections. So that's what we're really excited about. All along with, you know, my step down, as John gives me grief about, uh, my UMD Bulldogs hopefully, uh, you know, going from uh, the pinnacle of last year and doing again this year in uh, in Detroit, hopefully, winning their third in a row national championship. So we'll see what happens in that uh, college level ranks as well. Very exciting stuff, and I think we're all rooting for them. Um, the, the college game is really underrated. There's been many times the Frozen Four has come through St. Louis. I've never made it to a game, um, but I would love to do that. And so uh, it would be really fun if we can get that in St. Louis and, and get one of your teams up there. And, um, you know, North Dakota, well-known for their teams as well. So uh, it'd be a lot of fun to, to maybe get something together, an, an IRL, if you will, uh, puckhead show for the uh, Frozen Four at some point. Uh, Timmy Detroit, Baker. Let's go. No, 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 no. Nobody wants to go to Detroit. Tim Baker, <laughs> talk about your boys. What's coming up? I, uh, I'm really looking forward to this season. Um, they, they've got all the pieces in place, all the right pieces in place. It all depend, all the potentials there. Uh, they made some, some great changes from last year to this year. Uh, I know last year they were, they were trying some things out, changing the lines a bit. I don't think this is the year to do that again. Uh, they need to keep the people, uh, keep the guys on the line on the same line who belong together and, and, and work that together. All, all the potentials there. If they, I'll be really disappointed if they don't make it past the first round of the playoffs again, regardless of whether it's against Boston or not. Um, this is the year that I think I, I like, I wasn't disappointed last year. Uh, this year I'll be disappointed if they don't make it past because they've got everything they need. They have they're I, they, I'm really looking forward to their goaltending uh, combo this year. Um, and they can't play. I love Anderson. Great, great ginger goalie. He, he can't be overplayed though. He, he plays more than any other goalie. I think in the NHL, he's got more starts, more ice time. They've, they've got to give Hutchinson a chance to show his stuff. He's a good, uh, born and raised in Barry about an hour North of me. And they, they raise him tough there. So, uh, let's see, they've got to, um, get their penalty killing line. They lost Brown and Hainsey, so they've got to build a new good penalty killing line. Their power play line's got to uh, convert the shots to goals. Oh, uh, like I said, everything is in place. They just need, they need to capitalize on their potential. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to this season. It, it's going to be great. Uh, and I, but I will be disappointed if they don't make it past the first or even the second round. Tim, has anyone ever told you you talk like a coach? Like, that's exactly well, how I expect a coach to describe that team. That's, maybe it's because I've been coaching for so long. Uh, I And for the record, I did not play hockey growing up. Mm-hmm. So I, I – but I enjoy coaching kids. I've always uh, been involved in my son's team. He's a goalie. Uh, in some way or another, I, I, love, I love coaching and – as my dad always used to say, and he's the smartest guy I know, uh, you don't always have to be the best player to be the best coach. So that's kind of maybe how I live my life in everything. <laughs> I, 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 think oh, that, 
I, I think history has shown us that the best players don't make the best coaches. Like it's just the opposite. Well, yeah, right? uh, that's what I mean. So it's, I, I look at, uh, you know, we were talking a bit about, uh, before about our hockey philosophies and how they blend in our workplace philosophies. And I, being involved in one way or another as player, coach, whatever, in a lot of team sports over a lot of years, uh, have drawn a or drawn a lot of parallels. And and there's a lot that you could not just hockey, but especially hockey because it's my favorite. Um, <laughs> there's there's a lot there's a lot you can learn from either, and and then and then uh, you know actually put it into practice with the other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree, Mike. I'll let you speak for for either team, although I'd prefer it not be Detroit. Oh, wait, what? A lot of people are go, like to go to Detroit. They have the best Coney Islands. Um, you know what people really uh, like to do when they're in Detroit? You know, like the most popular thing to do in Detroit? Leave. I was leave, just going to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but but not go across the river to Windsor, really. That's, go leave the other way. Anyway, yes, agreed. Uh, with apologies to my hometown. Um, so the Red Wings, <laughs> seriously, there's not mu- not much to say. They they really are in a big rebuilding move. They uh, Ken Holland, their previous general manager, was really loyal to players. He gave out a lot of overpaid contracts to guys that are over age and losing their their physical skills. And so Detroit's you know got to work through some cap issues and and uh, Holland. Uh, Holland left and went to join a Canadian team. I think it was Calgary. And they brought in Steve Eiserman, who, uh, who, you know, great players may not be, make great coaches, but we talked about Bill Guerin and Eiserman and a number of others. They do seem to make good GMs in some cases. Um, anyway, so Eiserman's got a, got a task ahead of him. And um, they, they'll, and they've got an owner with the Illiches that'll fund it. So they'll, they'll be there, but we'll talk about them in like 2022. Um, for real, and the Lightning. Well, one thing. I, one thing about the, the Wings, they have Dylan Larkin, uh, young center, nice scorer, and a few other good players. You know, skill players coming up, so they're they're building, and that's very much the approach that Eisenman took when he built the Lightning. They had they had some key veterans, uh, but they they were sort of in a when Eisenman came on the scene, they were in a similar situation where they not necessarily they'd, they'd been a big winners but they had been shifting through owners and really just badly mismanaged for probably about half a decade. Uh, Jeff Vinnick, who bought the team about five years ago, hired Eisenman. He built the farm club, the farm teams, and and just did a phenomenal job of of selecting talent and then augmented that with, uh, with signing of key free agents and, they seem to be able to – the Lightning seem to be able to make trades with the New York Rangers, who I guess nobody's mm-hmm. going to represent the Rangers. But half the Lightning's team, that one, was, you know, Rangers cast offs, <laughs> and they were playing superbly for, for the Lightning. So one man's – you know, one man's gar- – what is that? One man's garbage is another man's gold. Uh, yep. That's certainly been the case with the, the Lightning, and they did it again this year. They, they took uh, – I believe a former blue, Kirk Shattenkirk, right? Shattenkirk, the defenseman. So it wasn't he a blue? Yeah. So um, Shatty was one of our uh, one of our blue liners for sure, and he is a darn fine player. And uh, I, I can tell you when when he got cut, there were a lot of voices in St. Louis saying, "Hey, could we maybe bring him back?" And he he wouldn't have fit on the team, but uh, you're you're going to like him a lot. And and you have another. Yeah, he went- 
you've got another guy who uh, actually played last year for the Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues, uh, a local boy uh, in Patty Maroon, who really is the only guy that that we lost on the team. Um, You're going to love watching him play, too. He is old school. And 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 uh, the the that and I mean I think that that points out exactly what the Lightning have done. You know they've 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 brought up a, a vast amount of young talent and then they surround it with key veteran signings. Shattenkirk played one year for the Rangers and was terrible, and they 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 turned him loose again. Mm-hmm. And so the Lightning picked him up on a low, you know, a fairly low cost contract. And I think the same thing with Maroon. He, it wasn't that the Blues didn't want him. I'm not sure they had room on the roster, but I think the Lightning right. signed him right. for like under a million dollars. Both character guys, you know. So I, I think that's the thing. The other, the other, but like they, they just, uh, just went through a holdout. Uh, you know, the refric- the restricted free agency for some of these younger players that are coming into like their third and fourth year. The 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 Lightning have one guy named Braden Point who scored 92. Uh, points last year and he's 21 years old so got a long great future but he's been playing in the nhl already for two or three years and mm-hmm. he was a holdout until late in the season and they just signed him to a three-year something like 6.75 million dollar year contracts about a 20 million dollar contract he was looking for uh mitch marner money but he didn't get it so the lightning do well they manage their team well and i fully expect that they'll at least make it to the finals this year uh, i don't think they can let themselves fall down again like they did last year I would I would think they're probably really motivated coming into this season after what happened yeah. in the playoffs last year. Yeah. So as far as your um, your your defending undisputed world champion Stanley Cup winning St. Louis Blues, um, I, I don't think anyone realistically expects a repeat because we just don't see those very much in sports. Um, everything I've seen, they are yes, the. They do. Um, do you? Okay, well then we do expect the Blues to win. I, I can get on board with that. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> the, uh, we see repeats, well, my friend. Repeat. Except for the Bulldogs. Oh, except for the Bulldogs. We see repeats coming. Okay. <laughs> Aside from Bulldogs, we don't see it much in 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 sports in general or in hockey. Um, for for the Blues, you know, they returned almost the same team. We lost Patty Maroon. Um, they made a last minute trade to pick up Falk, um, who's a, an All Star defenseman. So I I put our blue line crew up against anyone in the league at this point. Um, I, I think they're just top to bottom. Fantastic. There's no guy on there that I don't trust um, skating backwards. Oh, wait, did you, just, did you just mention Justin Falk? Yes. He, he, he too is a UMB Bulldog. Just wanted so there you go. See, <laughs> see, game knows game. That's what's up. Um, so we, so it's, it's disappointing that, that Maroon didn't come back with the team, but yeah, it was, a, it was a cap thing and, and we understand it. They picked up off for, for next to nothing. You know, Doug Army has done such a great job making those kind of trades. He did the same thing with O'Reilly last year, um, just kind of chirping him. What's, what's going to be interesting to me, you know, they signed uh, Jake Allen to a contract a few years ago to be our, our guy, and he's not our guy anymore. You know, Bennington came up and was just played out of his mind, and – Jake Allen is 14 wins away from being the Blues' all-time winningest goalie. I'm sorry, 17. 17 wins away from being the all-time winningest goalie for the Blues. And that's one of the things coming in is, is he going to get there? Is he going to have a shot? I, I think Allen will get moved this year. He's too good to ride the bench. Um, and I think that there's going to be a team out there somewhere who's going to come looking for a goalie and they're going to call the Blues. So I think that he'll end up getting moved. I think that the uh, – you know, Barubi has put a, a simple system in place. These guys buy into it clearly after uh, after last year's run. Um, they did drop the opener to the Caps, you know, and and Ovechkin is just, gosh dang, he's good. Like watching him play last in overtime. Just, 
Oh my gosh, it was good. Um, yeah, now he didn't get the overtime winner, right? So the Blues did up. No. You're right. They they did pick up a point, which is nice. So since winning the cup, they've actually never played a game where they didn't win a point, which I think is pretty impressive. Um, so, but uh, you know, I think they'll be good. I think that. Oh, all of the odds makers, by the way, the uh, the Blues have the lowest odds. Uh, of winning the cup of any defending champion in the last like 20 years. So it's, it's, hmm. it's hard to put too much stock into them, but I look up and down the roster. They look great. Every player there has a role and they do it well. They've got young guys still coming. So not just getting over the hump, not just winning their first cup, but I think that the, the, the team has turned a corner with that. And I think the blues are going to go back to where they used to be, which is like perennial contenders, which probably means we'll go out in the second round year after year. Um, and I'll, I gotta tell you after, after winning it last year, um, I, I'm good with that. I'm good with that for a few seasons. So, um, it's, it's getting, getting past the first one. The first one's the hardest, right? Um, mm. so, uh, so I'm excited about the season and I'm excited about the team. And even if they don't, uh, repeat, gosh, they're a lot of fun to watch. So, um, so that's our, that's our recap. So, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, we're going to do two questions. The first one is. A, a really simple one. I'm just curious for, for any of you guys who played hockey either as a kid uh, or as an adult, um, what was your hockey nickname? Now, uh, you can shout them out. Uh, mine None was of you had Zig, hockey nickname? and I don't know why. What was it? Zig. Zig. All right. Like Z I G. Zig. Like yeah, yeah, like zigzag. Zigzag. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, mine was uh, mine was Pylon. That was my hockey nickname. Uh, uh, I wasn't a I wasn't a great skater. So when I started as a defenseman, that's what they that was. So I was really just kind of something for the forwards to have to skate around to get to the goal. Which is also your <laughs> online video game panel, correct? That's where that came from. Yeah. There we go. So Josh, I didn't, I didn't have one. I didn't have one. You didn't. I mean, have with one. last name Rock, I mean, with with the last name Rock, I mean, it, that's just what carried. I assume um, call you Rocky, no, right? You got to you, you got to stick the I in, so we get Rocky. Stonewall, you name it, yeah. Or or just anything rocks, rock rocks. related. All right, mm-hmm. Tim. Uh, I didn't have one. I did hear a lot of ginger. What's that guy's name again? <laughs> I heard a lot of that, uh, or like, who is that guy, or can we get a line change quickly, or, you know, stuff like that. Um, uh, I, there may have been a number of nicknames that I didn't hear. Uh, like, I didn't really start playing until I was older, until I was an adult, and, you know, just some pickup here and there. I may actually play this year. And and I can skate well. Uh, once I get the puck, things kind of take a bit of a turn for the worse. So if you pass me the puck, you're probably going to get it back pretty quickly. Um, so I can imagine there were a number of sort of behind my back nicknames that I, I probably mm-hmm. don't really want to know about. Uh, they would not be motivating. So, uh, See, that thing is why I became a goalie. That's exactly, I was like, I can't handle this. I'll just, every time it comes to me, it like bounces away. So that seems like a good skill to have. Well, that's, you know, and it's interesting because my son's a goalie, uh, and he, he found that that was his best role. He took a couple years off uh, off of being a goalie two years ago, and he did well. Defenseman, he's a smart player, but he realized that was his that was where he played the best and mm-hmm. could really contribute. So uh, it's too late for me to be a goalie. I could never. I, I'd be. I go down the butterfly and I'd just be there for the whole game. Stay there. I'd never yeah. get up again. Yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and just give you like bake. That'll just be sure. We would call you on our team is bake. Bakes, you I get Tim, Timbo, yeah. 
yeah. Or shakes. We could call you shakes because, like, the shake and bake thing. Shake and bake. Sometimes gotta, we'll shake and just bake. Shake, just shake. We'll have shake. another bake okay. on the show. Or somebody else will get that one. Uh, John, <laughs> how about you? No, I did not. I didn't actually play organized hockey when I was younger. I played a lot of street hockey. And then, you know, go to the park board Saturday, Sunday afternoons and play, but never got into organized hockey. Don't you think, find it interesting? We all got unique names. You got a, you got a baker and a friend and a rock and a lay. Oh. <laughs> right, and then a, like a plain old Vandervoort. <laughs> and, 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 and a, a random Vandervoort. Yeah, just a band. <laughs> and a band. Vandervoort is down by the river. Down by the river. Down by the river. So we're going to christen you, uh, we'll call you friendly. All right. That's what you'll that's be, very, be friendly that's very on. unique. All right, perfect. Yeah. I'm sure you've never heard it before. All right. All right, last <laughs> question as we roll into the season, uh, and I'll start on this one. Uh, I'm Who's the one player that you're excited to watch this year progress? And I'm talking about a guy who's on your squad or, or another squad because, you know, we got guys all over the place. Um, that's not yet heralded as a top prospect. That's not a star. That's not an all-star. But, but, but that you're just excited to watch that flies under the radar. I will tell you mine. It was the same all last year, and he's fun to watch. Is Sammy Blay, um, tough kid, fast, hits. Um, you know, got one in last night. He's a lot of fun to watch. That's my guy that I want to watch in the Blues this year. Mike, who you got? Uh, Matthew Joseph from the. Uh, I'm, just, I'm not sure if I got the names mixed up. He, Matthew Joseph is, and and he's a he's a second year player. He was great great last year in the regular season. Hopefully he'll pick up a second line spot this year and score some goals on the lightning. Nice. Okay. Tim. Uh, that's a tough one. I, I don't know. Um, the one, the one thing I can say is I really, I really would like to see Nylander this year do better than he did last year, like to improve what he's supposed to, the role he's supposed to play. And I know he's not a, you know, a, a young guy or up and comer or whatever, yeah. but, I don't know. There's, I, I still Marner. I love watching Marner. He's such a great puck handler uh, in position. Like, and he's. I know it's, it's a couple of years. He's not new, but I don't know. I don't think there is one. Um, I guess if I maybe I had to off to say Hutchinson, the the second string goal. I'd love to see him uh, do really well because we are in need of a good good uh, second string goalie. Okay, Josh. You know, uh, there's a lot. Uh, a lot we got a lot of guys in the A right now that um, we're excited to see hopefully make the show uh, throughout the year. Um, you know, one that made an appearance last year uh, at the very end in the Stanley Cup playoffs for the Boston Bruins, Carson Coleman. Um, just, a, just a sharp young kid. Um, I got to know him during uh, his time at UMD. He was uh, captain of the team, uh, led us to a national championship. Um, I'm excited to see what he does throughout the regular season, just his tenure with the team. Um, the Bruins tend to have this plug-and-play mentality of bringing guys in that can play roles, um, and so I'm excited to see what he does uh, with them in the show. Um, uh, Carson Soucy as well for the Wild. He's been a uh, perennial uh, Iowa Wild AHLer, um, and now that he's with the team, he's made a couple appearances back in the 17-18 season. I want to see what he can do, uh, you know, holding up the blue line for for Minnesota. So um, just, you know, excited to see these guys that I've seen, you know, come up through college into the A and now into the show, uh, see how they do with a little bit more permanent time on the roster. Okay. And, John, close us out. 
I will go with, I'm going to kind of go off the board like Mr. Rock does and talk, to, talk about his Bulldogs and talk about my University of North Dakota hockey team. we got a, quite a few guys out there that are playing some pros this year, but I'm really uh, excited to see where Brock Besser can, if he can take that next step for the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, he's been, unfortunately gets injured the past couple of years, but um, he seems to be kind of a rising star if he can keep himself uh, healthy. Fantastic. All right. This has been a great show. Love talking hockey with uh, all of you. Uh, terribly sorry Jay Coons couldn't join us today. Real life got in the way. Um, we all hate it when that happens. But uh, I promise you this won't be the last time we, uh, we all get together on this show. At least I hope not. Um, so this has been a lot of fun. Thank you all for being here. Uh, for those of you listening, if you've enjoyed the show, and you'd like to talk more with these fellas and lots of other people who live in HR uh, and hockey at the intersection of those two worlds. Um, we do have a uh, Facebook group, HR Puckheads. Just reach out. Let us know you'd like to join. Uh, prove us your fide that you're not a Blackhawks fan, and we are happy to consider you for membership. <laughs> so, um, thanks, fellas. It's been a lot of fun. We're going to rock out here to the goal horn and organ of your reigning, undisputed, Mm. World heavyweight champion Ouch. Stanley Ooh. Cup winners, the St. Louis Blues. Thank like you all for being here. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's okay. how we roll. All right. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And we will see you guys. next time. Thank you.